A home to call your own. An investment property. Two simple ways to provide amazing financial and emotional security for you and your family. It's often one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever have to make. Hello, I'm Christina and welcome to the School of Home Ownership. I love being part of a standard family, but I'm also a multi-property investor, having bought and sold over 50 properties in the last 25 years. During that time, I learned how to make my investments accelerate and how to avoid costly mistakes. Now I know how to reap the benefits of good property decisions. Allow me to take you on a journey that mines the golden nuggets of finance and property insights. Learn the ropes here within the walls of the School of Home Ownership. Hi, my name is Christina Jamison and I'm from the School of Home Ownership. This is where we educate and empower people to make the right property decision and to be part of the Great Australian Dream. Today I'll be talking to you about how I bought and sold over 40 properties. I want to be able to share my story with you. My family were very strong on having property as financial security, especially for a family. So we grew up expecting that that's what we would do. I was, I would say 23, 24 years old when I bought my first property. Having said that, I had been saving, working casual jobs until I finished my engineering degree. And then as soon as I got my job, I bought my first property. The way I could afford it is I had saved enough money. I did get some deposit from my parents and I have to meet, this is where the Greek side is. My parents had put money aside for me for when I got married and I was able to use that money to help me get a 20% deposit for a purchase of a property. I did have to pay that back, I just might add. What I did is I bought a townhouse style unit and rented it out so that I would be able to afford it. How did we get our second and third? So my husband bought a property in his name, a one bedroom unit as an investment property. And then we both moved into my unit that I had bought. What we used at this point in time and what we were thinking in the future when we were going to have a family, how we were going to afford a house. So what we did is we planned ahead. We bought the house that we wanted to live in when we had a family and again, rented that out until we did have a family and then we moved into it. We were fortunate because we had paid so much off the properties that we could actually keep the other properties as investment properties. So that's a strategy that I actually ask people to think about if they have enough time to be able to plan ahead. And the tougher the times are, the more planning that you need to do. After that, we were able and were fortunate enough to buy other investment properties and we rented it out. We just found that investment properties were a lot of hassle um, and they did have some return, but we found that it was, um, it was also eating a lot. So it stopped us from buying other property if they were negative gearing. So we actually started looking at some other strategies and we found a vendor finance. This is where the person that's living in your property is actually buying it off you with the capital gains, but is also paying for all the expenses. So you're not really out of pocket. And we found that was helping us a lot. 
that also put us in a bit of a, a situation that we didn't want long-term tenants. So one of the things that people think about is uh, buy a property and just hold it for 30 years, which is fine, but you've got equity in there that's basically unused. So you're waiting until you retire or at a much later stage before you actually have access to the money. So one of the things we were thinking about is doing some short, shorter terms, uh, vendor finance, which what is what we call now rent to own. So we give the people the right to purchase a property while they're renting it, but will have to actually end within five years or so. So it's not this ongoing relationship. We also had a look at developments. So we were part of a group of people that were looking at developing a property up in um, the North Coast in Gosford that was actually going to subdivide. We actually put some money into it and then after discussing it with our solicitor, we pulled out. We found that um, we were really restricted on the builder, the, the finance, the management of other people and that made us feel uncomfortable. So we decided to go back into alternative property investments where we had full control. So after a couple of times, so we um, started selling and doing some renovations on properties and then selling them. And during those renovations, we learned a lot about uh, what people really appreciated in, a, in an investment property. Um, we also found that when you actually, you know, have a property that looks in good condition, generally the tenants that you get are also of a better quality. So if you're cheapskate, you tend to have cheapskate tenants. Um, if you respect the property and look after it, you tend to find people that appreciate it and will also look after it. We also learned how to build. So we had to make the decisions about renovating or rebuilding. We found that with ourselves and how to go about it. Um, some of the key so one of the things that we also found out is whether we have to renovate or detonate, whether it's rebuilding or doing some major renovations and the pros and cons of that. One of the key things is having really, really good people. It's both the tradespeople and the architect to be able to work with it. And having good relationships with these people is so important to help in your success. Without these people, you won't be able to succeed. So in the meantime, we built our own property. So we learnt the benefits and the pros and cons of renovating or detonating. It's so important to have really good people like having um, a good architect and a good builder. Also important to get your finances. So having a mortgage broker. And I'd have to say that we found that it was really important to actually find somebody that could help us with the finance. When we started all this stuff, I wasn't a mortgage broker, but we found that um, they, a lot of the mortgage brokers didn't have experience with buying and selling and be able to work out the best system for us. We also had a really, really good solicitor that would help us with things like vendor finance and rent own, and that's Tony Cadardo. It was an absolute gem in um, helping us to understand the system and all the hiccups that we would go through. And I'll be honest with you, there is always hiccups and it's always important to have people that you can rely on to help you through the system. So we had people, for example, I had a $40,000 investment property disaster, which is in another podcast, having the right real estate agent and having a good real, a relationship with a real estate agent is really, really useful um, and understanding how you can buy and sell property and negotiate prices.
So with the help of all these professionals, uh, we were able to learn and help each other to get us through, like before we knew it, we were buying and selling over 40 properties. I can guarantee you, I did not intend initially to start off, you know, when I started with the one property, I did not expect to be up to 40 and I think we're up to 50 at the moment. You know, with being surrounded by really great professionals, solicitors, uh, finance people, agents, property managers, and the right people to guide you really is critical if you really want to go forward uh, and make the right decisions. And that's why we created the School of Home Ownership because really we've learned from mistakes. If you, when you make mistakes, they cost a fortune. When you're talking about property, you're not talking about, you know, a thousand dollars here or whatever, you're talking about tens of thousands. And oh, I'll probably do another podcast, but I've seen so many poor judgments and poor decisions simply because they did not use really great professionals that they could have had access to. So onwards with your journey and I wish you all the best. I'm looking forward to hearing from you.